What's crack a lagging? Not much, man. What up, homies? What's up? What y'all doing? Man, we just chilling, shooting the breeze right now. Your brother went on mute. He's popping popcorn. Oh, boy. What's that shirt say? I had to mute it already. Be nice to me, my wife's what? Be nice to me, my wife's pregnant. Is that what your shirt says? Yeah, this is the one I wore the last time she was pregnant. Oh, dude, I was going to say, please don't tell me she's pregnant again. <laughs> COVID, baby. <laughs> ain't going to be no COVID babies around here. Where's Matt at? He, he tried calling us on, like, some random thread. <laughs> I hadn't heard of a separate ring. I just hopped on, man. I grabbed a quick workout, quick shower, and hopped on here. Yeah, I was sending, sending some emails, so. Matt Duffy started the call. Oh, shit. here we go again. Is Aaron on? You an ugly dude, bro. Aaron, what are you doing? Oh, wow. Do I have to switch over? What are we doing here? What What is happening? How is Aaron on our call? He's over here in my house. I was going to say, I thought we kicked him off of this podcast after we found out about all of his shenanigans are we are we going over to matt duffy's new channel here I swear. tape's rolling baby <laughs> so we, all right we got matt on here so matt's just gonna have to start a new call every week because i don't know we can't figure it out otherwise <laughs> it's not showing y'all on a call it's not showing y'all like on an active phone call yeah, that's weird. There he is. So are we on this call? Yeah, we're all here, brother. I actually had a phone call, and I'm like, who is calling me at 10 o'clock at night? And it said, your wife. And I'm like, no, it's not. My wife is inside. Yep, sure enough, she's calling me. Hey, can you come cut your computer off? Because somebody keeps calling you. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Matt Duffy. <laughs> I mean, come on, Matt. My bad. Get it together, man. It's raining over here at the house. I think it's like the hundredth day of rain. Dude, are y'all in kayaks floating down the road yet? Uh, I, I'm, I, I thought I found my uh, blueprints for the ark. Dude, that was one of the craziest things I've seen. The, the water going over fill pond. And the bridges down the river, like the the water was over the bridges in Philadelphia. I'm sure Matt got to see all that because he was working. Yeah, it was uh, pretty bad. It was the worst I've ever seen. It. We uh, Did you have to get on I one mean, of them boats and ride around. No, we were still answering calls, trying to figure out how to get to people. So many people trapped in cars and everything else. It it came so fast that the creeks got so high so quick, people were just running into stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, the water didn't have nowhere to go anyways, and it looked like on the news, like, literally right over Bassett from the dam all the way to Fieldale was just this massive dump of, like, God poured a five-gallon bucket all over, you know, that entire part of Henry County, I guess. It was bad last night. Yeah, yeah, it sounded like y'all had a rough night. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Oh, oh yeah, it was a bad one. It, People going nuts, so hopefully something like this podcast will, if if uh, you're out there and listening to it, 
and you're about to go crazy, then maybe this next hour will uh, <laughs> help you forget about the world because it's crazy right now. I think that's the truth. I promised mom and dad and we weren't going to talk about it tonight on the podcast. What's that? The world. The world. Oh, no, we're not going to talk about the world. Be like Trump did today. Mic drop. He walked off. <laughs> no, this is about COVID. They kept the cameras rolling as everybody was just kind of cleaning up. And the reporters, you could just hear him talking. And someone said, thought this was a press conference. He forgot the press. <laughs> hey, well, he can't have his campaign rallies right now, so he's got to do something. And he ain't the first president to just walk off. I mean, when, when the conference turns to the direction that he doesn't want it to go. I mean, every other president's walked off that stage. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man, for sure. But now, uh, so just quick COVID update. Went to Lowe's this afternoon after uh, I finished work, in case my boss is listening. Um, <laughs> walked in there and had my mask in my back pocket because I see all these people rolling out of the store. No mask on. I was like, all right, see how this is going to go. I walk in and I'd say about 60, maybe 70% of the people in the store had a mask on. The rest of the people. Yep. Walking around, I saw people with the mask around their neck, kind of like uh, yep. our, our wonderful governor wears his. And I saw some dude with it on his head, like on top of his head. I'm like, dude, that's not how you wear the mask. But uh, I mean, it was yeah, I saw a lot. Of, I was at, uh, I went to Walmart today because we had to get a couple things and um, didn't have time to put in a click list order. And I, I, I would say about the same at Walmart. It was like probably. You know, 60 to 70 percent of people had a mask. Now, they may not have been wearing it appropriately, but they had a mask on. And today was like the drop dead day for Virginia. You need to have a mask in public. But so all that's done is basically getting y'all called up to the rest of us. (laughs) Yeah, that's been how it's been for the last month up here. Ain't nobody been wearing one around here. There's someone with a little easy up tent set up down there near Captain Tom's. Selling masks, two for five dollars. Two for five? <clears throat> Holy crap, that's a markup. Yeah. Hey, I'm surprised that I ain't got their Trump 2020 mask. That's where the Trump table's normally at. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Who knows what these masks are going to turn into, man? Like, what people are going to put on them? I mean, heaven forbid, somebody might put, like, a, a Tar Heel thing on one, Justin. I've seen some. Thought about buying one. Uh, you would. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do we think we can get Aaron one that's got UVA and Duke on it? Duke! Aaron, Aaron, get over there. To the mic, <laughs> I know, he's back there. His two yeah. favorite teams. You know he's a closet Duke fan. Sort of here. Wes, are y'all six feet apart? No. Wes, did you just get that popcorn out of your beard? Oh, no, it's right there. Bottom line. So, so Aaron, the question is, can we get you a mask that's like split in half? UVA on one side and... What does your shirt say? Be nice to me. My wife is pregnant? Yeah, but she's really not. I just like this shirt. <laughs> you got some news for the podcast? No, sir. There's no COVID babies around here. What's your, uh, what's your Coca-Cola tonight, Josh? My what? 
A Coca Cola. That you had last I got week. a, I got a can of cola tonight. Uh, it says, uh, let's see, it says America's oldest drink. <laughs> got- I mean, this is this is straight up America right here, America. Let me show you what what America looks like. This ain't they don't have this in Charlottesville. You can't even pronounce that on the top. Anything. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what episode is this? Episode nine? I think so. <laughs> Look, boys, I came prepared. Here's another one. Y'all gonna think I'm just gonna put this down? Listen, guys, that's a beautiful sound. Hey, welcome to today's podcast. Uh, we're a week out, and it is—I uh, don't know what day in May it is. Honestly, we're we're like nine, ten weeks into this thing. Skipped last week. We we're five guys without a clue, and it's episode number nine. I'm here with five of my best friends, and I think Aaron may even be crashing the party tonight. He is not social distancing with Wes. Justin, um, tell everybody where they can find us on social media. Uh, we're at uh, five guys without a friend. With- well, Five guys without a friend. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we got Aaron. Aaron's our friend, man. Yeah. All right, All right let's, let's restart that. Where, where are we at on social media? <laughs> Adult friend time. Ju- oh. <laughs> that's what Justin was on. <laughs> yeah, that's why. That's why I got confused. <sighs> This ain't Tinder, man. This is a podcast, Justin. Justin, where can people find us on social media? Uh, five Guys Without a Clue on Facebook and Twitter. And we're also on Spotify, Apple, and Anchor. Uh, how you guys doing over there at your house? Y'all pretty good? Yeah, yeah man, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Everybody's just hanging in there. Y'all just staying at the house still? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Went to visit my grandmother, but that's about it. Oh, they're finally letting people in. Yeah. No, 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 not the nursing home. No. Oh, okay, okay. So y'all went down the street. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Matt, how about you guys? Y'all doing pretty good? Yeah, doing good, man. Trying to stay dry. It's uh, we lost the community garden <clears throat> this week. So yeah, it's uh. I lost the hood of my truck. Does that count? What's that? <laughs> I said I lost the hood of my truck. Oh well, yeah, you live close enough to Bass that that's normal. Uh, <laughs> but no, we lost the garden this week. We got to replant it. We've only got like two plants: uh, corn, tomatoes, onions. That's about all we got left. So we got to do the redo the whole thing. Hopefully tomorrow or Sunday. Did y'all get washed out? Yeah, we uh, we took a little vacation down to the beach and uh came back grass was kind of bad i worked on getting some of it out and then after the rain man we couldn't keep it it uh grass took over and it flooded all the seeds so pretty sure everything rotted nothing's growing besides the tomatoes and corn so we got to start from the start from the beginning yeah man like everybody i did mine on some hills and uh where i planted my garden on a, a little bit of a slope all the water ran around the, the hills that I, 
the mounds that I planted my plants in, and luckily everything made it. Yeah, I, I don't know if my stuff is drowned, but um, I got I got some pepper plants that are looking kind of like they need some sunshine quick, or it's not going to get good. So I'm going to toss some nitrogen on them probably tomorrow, and water it a little bit, just get that nitrogen down in there and see if they'll perk up, because... I can't be losing my banana peppers, man. Man, we got some uh, small cherry tomato plants and some buckets on the deck for the kids. Uh. And it's so much water sitting in the buckets, I'm having to go dump it out every day. But the Drill you some holes in it. Yeah, well, man, I did. But <laughs> the stems the stems are starting to sprout roots off of them where the water's been sitting in the bucket. Yep, yep, they'll do that. Right. I've always thought that's pretty cool, though. You look down there at the bottom of it, and there's roots coming off of the bottom of your tomato plant. That's crazy. Well, any uh, any big sport updates to just jump out at you guys this week? Uh, baseball. Well, they I, released they they released a bunch of minor league players this week. It's over a hundred. Uh, yeah, they because they pick up forty two teams, right? Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. They uh, a lot of people release the minor leaguers right now, and some of the major leaguers are actually tossing some money around to some of the minor league guys because they said they're not getting paid anymore after this week. Um, so they cut a bunch. And I know David Price, you know, I know he's no longer a Red Sox, but guys, he's still a pretty good guy. He's he's donating like $1,000 to each minor leaguer in the system right now to try to help them get through. Well, then it seems like the uh, Scott Boris clients are really the ones that are mouthing off the most. <laughs> And some of these other other guys are actually, like you said, maybe helping people out instead of running their mouth. I mean, I love Max Scherzer, but and, and maybe he's got something to gripe about. They're already getting their pay cut, but do you blame him for getting out there and kind of running off at the mouth a little bit this week? Yeah, it's just you know, I don't know if y'all remember back in the '90s when Boris was really hitting big with these things. I cannot remember exactly who the news anchor was who's an older guy it could have been peter gammons actually i'd have to look that up but they said scott boris would be the one that would ruin baseball the agent that, uh-huh. would ruin it. that was said back in the late 90s and uh early 2000s so he's uh he's slowly but surely ruining the game of baseball and i blame the players i mean i understand these guys you know they're upset because some of their pay is getting cut but you know it's hard to feel sorry for a bunch of millionaires um it's, uh, you know, Blake Snell, he dropped his agent, picked up Boris. Uh, he made the statement I saw today that it's time to get his money. So, I mean, I don't know. I understand the fact I'm a big baseball guy. I think these guys need to get paid well because they do have uh, – they put a lot into it. But at the same time, man, you know, $20 million a year. I mean, come on. You, you must yeah. be pretty finan- – you're financially stupid if one year – if you're making $20 million a year and one year is going to uh, bankrupt you. That's pretty uh, it's pretty bad. So let's say you were like Garrett Cole, full season, $36 million. Uh, your 82-game prorated salary, I think I saw the numbers. It was $18.2 million. I think that was right. And then – the sliding scale salary that they put out there would be eight million. Wow, <clears throat> that's I can't crazy. Can't live off of eight million, man. Yeah, I know. I mean, 
don't live above your means once again. <laughs> I mean, Man, I mean, what means is there at eight million? Well, all of, all of this, y'all go ahead. It, it, it makes no sense. I mean, you, you, these guys are making this kind of money. Don't get me wrong, they need to live a good life. I'm sure they do, but at the same time, this. Stuff happens, man. You got to be prepared. If you buy a $10 million house and all of a sudden a coronavirus pandemic comes and your money's getting cut, and that house payment's going to be tough to make. That's your uh, dumb tail for buying a $10 that, million house. That's, you know, that's pretty stupid. And it's hard to feel sorry for millionaires. It really is. These players are really making uh, making the game not look very well right now. Um, well, and, and I guess the behind-the-scenes part that, we don't, you know, they're the ones running their mouth, and the owners are the ones that kind of get to sit back and be like, you know, make the players look like a bad guy if you want to take the, the other side of the coin. But, you know, I, I did see one thing about the, the owners. They were saying, look, we can open the books to you guys, but what you don't understand is these owners have built complexes around, you know, real estate developments around these stadiums, and they're not getting any money from that right now. You know, there's people not paying their bills, people moving out. You don't need restaurants because there's no ball games. So they're, they're losing money other than baseball money because of baseball. And, and so there's this whole convoluted first world problem mess, you know, that, um, I mean, you, you look at it though. I think, you know, what strikes me is the people that are running their mouth are or not running their mouth, but, have the have the loudest voices right now are the players that are getting paid are are being paid well i haven't heard very many of the guys that are on the lower end scale of of major league baseball saying much because they love the game man yeah and i think you i think you have these guys that are you know giving the you know almost slapping these other guys in the face holding them back you know Something I haven't seen a player come out, and y'all might have, y'all might be able to prove me wrong on this, but I haven't seen one Puerto Rican, one Dominican player come out and any way, shape, or form and say anything as such as Blake Snell and Max Scherzer said. Oh, um, you're not going you, to. You're not going to see that because these guys are just glad to have the opportunity. So yeah, no, I mean, uh, I'll take the Chipper Jones approach. Yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, he yeah, called Chip, him out. Chip he kind of fired off, huh? Yeah, he did. Yeah, what what did he say? Basically said that those uh, baseball baseball man, I ain't even drinking tonight. Baseball players need to suck it up and and then need to play baseball and um, not worried about all this. I'm not getting my four hundred million dollar uh, contract. I'm going to get my hundred million dollar contract. You know, get get real. You know, he basically said people who can't make their bills. Uh, who just got laid off, and 44 million people in America who have been unemployed, they're not going to find any sympathy in a multimillionaire getting a a slight cut in his pay. I mean, look at it this way. The ballparks can't open up. They can't have merchandise places open up for people to buy your jerseys and buy your swag. You better be glad that these people can even sit in home and pay their damn cable bills so they can watch you on TV and you better have a good beer so when they come to the ball field next year, they'll buy your How about that? Yeah. <laughs> what, gets me, what gets me are the uh, veteran guys, or I don't even want to say veteran, retired guys that have made their money 
that are, you know, and moaning about this too. I mean, they need to need to step back and let the players handle it. They're they're the ones that put the players in this position as it is, with the CBA the way it's written. It's not the current players. If you look at Mark Teixeira and the contract he signed, and he's out there mouthing off, and Chipper, he's still making a ton of money. But and some of this is somebody's putting a microphone in front of them and asking them their opinion. You know, at the end of the day, if they stick a microphone in front of a celebrity's mouth, it's going to start moving. I've got an idea. I've got an idea to fix it all. Oh. Major League Baseball should have a draft. Draft these college seniors. Pay them two thousand dollars for the year, for the summer. Let them play. Bring them in, right. replacement players. Let these guys sit back and not get their money while somebody else makes a little bit of money. Get the replacements, baby. Uh, all, all, these, all these minor leaguers that just got dropped for you know yeah. not going to be making nothing. I'm sure they'll. I'm sure they'll take the money and, and I'm play. I'm sure they would day. take a two thousand dollar a month or two thousand dollar a summer to play in a major league ballpark. Speaking of these minor leaguers. Did any of y'all see the article, or, or they might have even interviewed him. I don't really watch TV much, but uh, it was a, a Mets player that got cut. Yep. And, man, he threw some major shade on Tim Tebow today. Did y'all see that? Yeah, I yeah. didn't read the article. I did not. Yeah. That's he, he, he was basically talking about how these career minor leaguers get moved all over the place. The team knows they'll go play. And they may be in AAA one night, but they need a spot start two or three nights later. And so they got a spot start over here, and then they got to go back in relief over here. And then they flaunt people like Tim Tebow just to get people in the stands. And, man, he he just kind of let it all, you know, kind of like Clayton Bixby said, if you got hatred in your heart, let it out. And man, he, he let it out on old uh, Tim Tebow in the Mets today. He he was not real thrilled with how they kind of like abuse certain players, and then Tim Tebow is a celebrity, so he gets treated differently, even though he can't play baseball. He, they he pretty much said that in 2016 the Mets, he said made a mockery of the team. He said by putting a celebrity yeah. on it to sell more tickets. He said I saw players lose their jobs because of it. He said they weren't playing to win. He said, we were just out there to make everyone else money. He said, not the players. He said, we never saw a penny from it. Yeah, and, and he, I think in, he even talked about how he tore his UCL, so Tommy John, you know, ligament. And the Mets basically made him out to be the bad guy because he wouldn't go start in a minor league playoff game the night after he, you know, he, after they flew him across country. He got there in the second inning, didn't get any warm-up pitches, went straight into the game, tore his UCL, flew back to his other team that was in the playoffs. They wanted him to start, and he said, I can't pick a ball up. And then they make him out to be the bad guy, and now he's kind of like you know, flipping on the bird. But, hey, it, it's a business, and I, I guess you could – you know, they're not getting paid much, and so they make it to the majors, and – now they're they're wanting their piece of the pie, and the owners are like, nah, how much money can we take? All right, so since we're talking about baseball and about all these guys crying over their salaries and stuff, so how about let's talk some travel baseball. So we used to play a little bit of travel baseball here, gave it up. But uh, one of the guys that works for me, his kid still plays travel ball, and they're playing a tournament this weekend in North Carolina. So travel ball is getting cranked up. Uh, I see Top Gun Sports is playing this weekend. 
U-Triple-SA's got some stuff lined up. they got a set of rules now. Uh, stuff for players, fans, coaches, you know, umpires, everyone to follow. But, you know, if we're seeing these guys pick up and start playing some baseball, let's talk about coming into the fall. What happens if maybe high school sports doesn't form up and we're not playing high school sports? These kids going to turn to travel ball? Yeah, I mean, the, they're going to do it. And here's the thing. If, if we don't have high school fall sports, which I'm kind of going to the other side now. So the other week I said, I don't really know. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit closer to the we're going to have it. It just probably won't look the same. And we may not have a full season. We may not have full playoffs, but we may still have high school sports this fall. But if we don't, you're going to see volleyball as a club sport. You know, kids can still run. So you already have AAU track and field that's growing. Um, You'll start seeing cross country turn into – it's already at the higher levels you have teams that are sponsored. You'll start seeing that in cross country for your better runners. Um, What other fall sports? Cheerleading is already huge in the competitive club club level uh in virginia we don't play high school soccer in the fall but you'll just you'll see those kids go play soccer baseball kids will play fall ball and we'll lose a ton of fall sport athletes and you could lose some sports because i mean if app state cuts men's soccer men's indoor track and men's tennis all in the same day you can't tell me that a high school is not going to come in and be like, all right, well, we'll just cut, you know, exactly. boom, 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 boom. Because these kids aren't coming out anymore anyways. So this is a big uh, we move, could see man. a whole paradigm shift in how sports in America are played. And I've been telling people for a long time, we're the only country that does it this way. Everybody else has clubs anyways. You look at Europe and their sports are club-based. Their sports are not played at the high school level. They are completely disconnected. And we're the only country that does it this way. It's kind of like government-sponsored sports, and you don't want to get me started on that. Great opportunity for the Bass Fishing Clubs to expand. Perfect social distancing sport. Hey, those guys are still out there practice. Dang right, man. Shoot. No, but, you know, it's it's just really interesting. I see that travel baseball is getting cranked up in uh, North Carolina. looks like Virginia is not too far behind. Um, but that's, that could change the game for high school sports, you know, to your point, Josh. So it could see us moving away from these, you know, school-sponsored uh, sports yeah. and more to a club organization. Well, if, if a school district looks at their budget and they say, okay, all these kids still are going to play sports. It's just not going to be with our logo on it. Are we okay with that? And some school districts are going to be like, yeah. We're okay with that. You know, uh, little Johnny is still getting recruited. Actually, there's probably more college coaches at those games than they are at our high school games. So I think right now, this is kind of a morbid statement, so don't take this the wrong way. The dying are going to die faster now than they ever died. And I don't mean that in people. I mean that in, like, Macy's is dead. Macy's is gone. You will not shop at a Macy's in Roanoke, period. It's gone. You know? And so dying sports 
are going to die even faster during COVID, you know, and we're just going to use sport analogies. We're not going to talk about human beings, but COVID is killing stuff that was already dying and it's killing it very fast. And that applies to sports. WWE. W- oh my God. Ain't nobody watching that anymore, man. <laughs> so, oh, okay. um, I think what you're going to see is stuff that was struggling. is just going to go away. And, um, whether it's breathing, whether it's paying money, whether it's playing a game, if it wasn't doing well before, it's gone. So. Yeah. You know, I think I was telling you the other day the I was reading the rules for some of these travel baseball tournaments. It's crazy. They had to put in there no sunflower seeds. <laughs> I mean, because we're all chewing and spitting seeds out there. So well, did nope. they add no chewing tobacco? You never know that the kids might have a dip in Nope. Nope. No, man, they, they, they're packing. They're packing the best thirty seconds of sugar rush any kid has ever got in that big old wad of bubble gum. What, big league, big league two, yes That's sir. Right. 30, a thirty second blast, baby. That's about all it lasted too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, here we go. We're gonna go a round of uh, would you rather? Well, how about? How about- how about you ask me how I'm doing? Y'all asked everybody else earlier how they didn't ask the rest he of didn't ask, He didn't ask me either, man. Well, I, he missed me last nope. week. Yeah. <laughs> what kind I, of I, host I, we got, man? Jesus. <laughs> man, we're I was play. up here watching, watching Wes just digging into this pot. How big's a popcorn bowl? It's, it's lasted popcorn, for man. It's lasted for like 25 minutes. That's one of those. Wes went to Walmart and got the popcorn bag. It's like four feet tall. <laughs> That's one of those Boy Scouts of America tens. Hang on a second. You, can you see? You see that over there? What are y'all looking at? That's, that's my popcorn maker right there. Oh, roots would be in heaven right there. That's oh, the main cave, bro. We're just, we're just hanging out up here in the main cave. Matt, you need to get your game up, man. I know. So, Wes, Wes, I am so sorry. I'm so yeah. sorry. I, I, I skipped over the land of veggie burgers. Yeah, you and... <laughs> Veggie fries. <laughs> veggie, that, we that got dude done fries. left. Goodness. She gone? Yeah, he, veggie straw man. He done left. Bless his heart. So does how, he, how does are he y'all live with? near you? About 10 minutes away, yeah. Oh. Uh, how y'all doing, Will? Uh, we're doing pretty good, man. I've, I've been fishing a lot more. Uh, arm feels amazing. Uh, did a lot of yard work out there today uh, after work and got the place looking good, so... Uh, yeah, Memorial Day was nice. A nice short week of work this week. Uh, enjoying the time, thinking about the the men and women who sacrificed themselves and their lives to give us uh, this beautiful land that we call America. And um, you know, I spent most of that day with a cold one in my hand out there washing the jeep and the kayak trailer and the kayak after the crazy yes, dust covered mountain trekking that we did uh, a week or so ago. So. Yeah, good. It was a good day, good week. I'm, I feel real good so, this week. So I have a question for you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm gonna ask everybody a question. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off of your life? Well, it's kind of the same thing. It's the it? same thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, you. I mean, you can make a little bit of money in jail. You're gonna learn how to throw so that some was, dice. That place cigarette. that Martha Stewart went to. That's not even jail, man. Come on, man. We ain't getting that treatment. Yeah, I mean, have you seen have you seen most county jails? 
I've, yeah, I yeah. go into a jail, every, you know, quite a bit uh, to do do the job that I do, and uh, <laughs> I don't want to be there for a year, man. I'd yeah, be George. a pull up champ. I'd be a pull up champ, baby. <laughs> yeah. George's nickname is Bubba, man. Oh. <laughs> oh, love we ain't going there. So, George, how are y'all doing at your house? Man, we're doing good. Uh, I said my garden didn't wash away. That's what got us off track, by the way, so sorry about that. Uh, yes, I see you already asked you how you did, man. Yeah, no, so our garden didn't wash away, so that's good. I've been working on a few projects here at the house. Got some shelves built down here in the basement. Got me a workbench built. Built a bench upstairs with some cubbies uh, in the entryway. Got to see two of my buddies this week. Um probably wasn't supposed to so got to see justin over the weekend josh saw you this week for a little bit so that was good yeah Yeah. Matt, you were supposed to come lift today man you're over drinking beer yeah it's uh long story brother long story (laughs) so george i got a would you rather question for you all right you ready go for it on the same topic as wes would you rather have one real Get out of jail free card, or a key that opens any door. Oh man, I'm going with the get out of jail free card. (laughs) So you got you're going with the you got to have one real get out of jail free card. I'm talking like full extradition, (laughs) zero consequence. (laughs) George is going on a purge, man. And I'm going to take, take the key, though. The key. I you want the key. Why do you want the key, man? I need to know uh, what's about the doors. If, if, you got, you got, if you got the key to every door there ever was, that means you got the key to your jail cell. Oh. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Oh, Justin. All right. So, Justin, I'm going to throw this one out at you because you're the only single guy out there. So, so ladies, if you're listening to this podcast, and you have a single girlfriend. Justin likes Chapel Hill, Green Bay, uh, the Cleveland Indians, and the Washington Nationals. I'm probably missing something in here. He loves to go on cruises, uh, and he needs he an likes extra to go person. On cruises. Yeah. And so this is a question geared well, just for wrong. you, young lady. Would you rather Justin be married to a ten with a bad personality, or a six with an amazing personality? A six. Oh, yeah, that's not hard. That's not hard at all. I do not want that drama. <laughs> that, that no, hold up. Have you guys have you guys seen the hotness craziness scale video? Yes. Like, oh my goodness. If you guys haven't, go just YouTube it. It's hilarious. It's true. The, we have the, uni- the unicorn. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna go back to a topic we, we talked about a little earlier because it reminded me of Latrell Sprewell. Y'all remember that guy? Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's Latrell Sprewell? Like, what do y'all remember about Latrell? Because some, like, if we got some people listening to this that I know that um, we have some teenagers listening right now. I know that for a fact. So I ca- we have to keep that in mind, guys. But they don't know who Latrell Sprewell is because it's, it's before their time. So oh, what do y'all remember about Latrell? I remember two things. I remember one, he, co- he choked out his coach. And then, <laughs> and then he come back and decided he was he, he was gonna take uh, New York Knicks to the, to the best season that I can remember. Yeah. 
and it still won't that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Spree was pretty good, man. I mean, he was a baller, but the the one thing that brought this up for me was when we started talking about all this money and it was a quote that he said that he had and it was uh I think he was with Minnesota at the time and they offered him a 21 million dollar contract extension and he said I got a family to feed literally the man said he had a family to feed and 21 million dollars and Latrell listen guys uh Latrell went on I'm I looked into this. So he had a $295,000 mortgage in Milwaukee that gets foreclosed on. He has a $1.5 million yacht that he had to sell at half the price. And I think they even quoted him as saying, man, I've only had this for two months, and I didn't even get to ride in it. He was, like, begging him to at least let him go to go ride around. He made $96 million in his entire career. But he had a family to feed on $21 million, and that just wasn't going to be enough. He literally Boys. feeding everybody in his family. Yeah, we could feed a lot of families on $21 million. Man, common sense, uh, uh, money money ma- management needs to be a high school class. Amen, brother. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yep. Not We've been it, saying that for years. I mean, not, any, not any of this crazy econ classes. Just make it a, a common sense money management. Uh, teach you basic skills, and I mean, you don't need you don't need to know all this other crap unless you're going to go well, into that. Then you can specialize that in college. We have a class called personal finance, but it's all online, so the kids don't get anything out of it. They literally just sit there, push a computer button, take a test, and there's there's very little, you know. They, they, it's so easy to pass that the kids they just take it, get their A, move on. And I don't think they learn anything. Yeah, so, man, what I remember was uh, he was one of those folks who was a late bloomer, I guess. Dude didn't start playing organized ball till he was a senior in high school. Then he gets picked, what, top 30, 40 in the draft? I mean, that dude was good. You know, don't get me wrong, but... Always had good hair, too. Yeah. All- Great hair. I remember, Amazing cornrows. Uh, I remember Alan Iverson quoted something in an interview about him. He said something about if he could be any other player, he wouldn't take Michael Jordan's game. He would take Latrell Sprewell's game. Oh, it's, dude, it's funny you say that. This list, I've, I've got a list pulled up of the top ten uh, worst money managers in NBA history. Oh, Guess God. who's number one? That's trust pretty well. AI. Oh, AI. Guess who's number two? Spree. Let's trail Spree well. <laughs> AI made over $200 million in his career, and he is broke. Really? The man that was known as the answer has no answer for debt. Wow. I mean, that's, that's real, man. That's real. Crazy. But I, I think he's invested in some indoor soccer league or something like that. He's trying to, like... Turn a turn a profit on that and indoor soccer. It's a communist sport, but it's it's big, I guess. They bought a Chinese coffee. Uh, hey, I bought a Chinese coffee shop this week. <laughs> we'll see if it pays off. I ain't lying about that either. Yeah. Hey, already made mine. <laughs> I bought a Coons line and a and a Chinese coffee shop. Everything people go. hate. Uh, ain't that the truth? <laughs> hey, so let's talk about a sport that's up and running. Anybody 
Watch NASCAR? Nope. Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, man. Justin probably has watched it, but if it's not on national, and I guess FS1 is national TV, but I'm not, I don't have FS1, man. I can't watch that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I've stream. watched it, but. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but I mean, even over the last couple of years, it's just I, I'm I'm interested in seeing who wins and you know the drama that plays out. But the racing on a given on a week to week basis, man, it just doesn't keep me interested. I will tell you, man. You know, there, there's there's a few tracks that that do. I mean, you know, but you, usually those tracks are more more local tracks that are more sentimental that I've been to, say Bristol, Richmond, Martinsville. And, you know, you got your, your crazy tracks that are fun. You know, your Watkins Glen, your Talladega's and your Daytona's, but, and just the rest of them, just, just everything just seems like it all just blends together and just, you know, nothing special about anything anymore. I would tell you, I watched the race last night in Charlotte. You know, that's the second Charlotte race, but four days, five days. Yeah. It was good racing, man. It, the action was good. It was good to see Chase Elliott turn around and, I guess, win it after bonehead move by him and his crew chief on Sunday. It's pitting rigged. With, pitting with two laps to go, losing the race. But came back and won it. Kid had a strong car. I mean, his personality might suck a little bit, but, you know, he can drive the wheels off a car. But been picking up a lot of stuff online about this and people like it you know they said nascar dealing with the whole COVID situation this one girl on twitter said i think they hit gold with this format they have limited practice you show up and race and the time window it's kind of benefiting both east coast and west coast viewers right now they've got no qualifying they're doing an inversion so it's really good it mixes it up gets some good storylines good racing you see some people up front that aren't usually there some of these good drivers going to the back on the inversion, having to race their way up. I mean, Kyle Busch got caught up in an accident with Eric Amarola, and then in true Kyle Busch fashion, you know, of course he had comments, and he said, when you're surrounded by squirrels, you're bound to get hit by a nut. Uh, (laughs) But it was funny. So after the race yesterday, they went to interview Ryan Blaney, and he had his mask on his face. (laughs) He turned his drink up take a drink no we didn't he got his mask was he said he knew his mask was still on but the drink went all over him, man it was hilarious <laughs> oh my goodness well and i'm not gonna get started i was gonna go off on a mask tangent but i'm not so we're gonna go with uh hey yeah. matt no no no, no. go go off on your mask tangent i want to hear it <laughs> no 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 matt uh, let's see here. Let me let me find you a would you rather question. Alright, All right, here we go. This is oh, good. God. This is this is Matt. Oh boy. Would you rather have all traffic lights you approach be green or never have to stand in line again? Never have to stand in line again. <laughs> He's got lights, man. He can flip them on. I can get two. Through. I can get I can make a lights turn green. <laughs> well, that's kind of where I was hoping you were going to go. So, so do, for those of us who've never been in a car like what you drive, do you just like push a button? Like, how how do those lights change to green for you? They only change when my when the blue lights are on. Yep. So they only pick up, and they'll pick up from about from what I've seen. 
about five, six hundred yards off, he'll pick up. So as I'm approaching a light, it's going to change. But see, I don't really worry about the lights. It's the people driving that. I've got a good video I can share with you guys, and it's <laughs> it's uh, it happened in the bad storm Sunday night. Uh, we ran lights and sirens pretty much for three hours straight, try to get through traffic. And just for viewers, if you see a police car or emergency car coming behind you and you are on a four-lane road, it's not hard. Don't hit your brakes. Just move to the right <laughs> lane. Just move to the right lane. It's not a difficult task. It's very simple. Um, it's, you know, if you got a car beside you, speed up. We don't care. Uh, go around them, get in the right lane, because we are going to run more than likely in the left lane. Just, it's it's simple. It's, uh yeah, about died Sunday night a few times. Um, oh, my God. It's by People far the stupid, most, man. it's by far the most dangerous part of the job is driving. Um, they just, uh, you know, they'll pull into the median on a four-lane road. You lights and sirens behind them. Instead of getting into the right lane, they'll pull to the left into the median. And uh, <laughs> that's yeah, supposed to they just get nervous. Oh man, they go find my meth. They're <laughs> not. If if a if a police officer if if a police officer is running behind you and he's two hundred yards away and you see him coming, more than likely he's not coming to you. And if he's going to get you, move to the right lane because you've got to get on the right shoulder anyway. It's uh, it's pretty simple. It's it's yeah. not a difficult task. Last, it's really not. Last time I sped I mean, up to pass the vehicle so a, a cop could get by, he hit me with the blue lights. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's uh now if a cop gets behind you and no lights and sirens, sure you're going the speed limit, stay in the left lane, whatever. I don't care. Well, the problem but, was it was dark, and I couldn't see the headlights of the vehicle behind me, and I wasn't sure what it was. But I was like, dude's in a hurry, so let me speed up, get over yeah. in the right lane. And when I sped up, I saw blue lights. Well, it's it's pretty uh, – not all calls require us to run lights and sirens, but some calls are still – they're still dangerous enough where you have to get there kind of quicker than, you know, you would drive – you wouldn't drive a speed limit. I mean, you need to go a little bit faster to get there, but you're – you're waiting for the call, but it, it drives me nuts. It, it, if you get a cop behind, just get in the right lane. It's not that difficult. If he's going to pull you over, he's going to pull you over. Here's a cool tidbit going back to baseball. Um, the Kansas City Royals, their GM said they will not cut a single minor league player, and they're going to pay all of them. What do you guys think about that? Loyal. It's nice. Yeah. Justin, you're on mute. Justin, you. <laughs> You got the Kansas City Royals, one of the notoriously like lower end payroll teams. They're they're fine with being able to hold all their players, but you got some of these other teams like New York and stuff cutting their players. I mean, it don't make sense. They're going to pay them all the way through August thirty first, which is basically the end of minor league season, other than the playoffs. That's pretty. Uh, that's that's loyalty to me, man. That's a, that's a yeah. system I would want to be in if I was a minor leaguer. Um, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, if I was a minor leaguer that just got cut, I'd try to be fine. That that's just loyalty. I mean, these guys have money. This this is this is bogus cutting these guys. I mean, let's be honest. A lot of these guys well, you know, I, they don't make nothing. And part of the issue with this whole thing is 
sports is such a business now that they take they try to see no human there there's no personal aspect at all to it and at least you know there's hope in society that the people like the Kansas City Royals still exist and they have owners that are willing to pay their entire farm system they're not cutting anybody they're not cutting anybody's pay they're just doing the right thing and paying people you know in what the I mean, long I mean run, that might pay that's doing people. the right thing yeah, in the long run, it might pay off huge for them. Oh yeah. Well, they're betting on people, you know, and, and and I think I think when you build the person, uh, you're gonna win. Uh, a lot of times, you know, we we talk about it all the time as coaches. Uh, we can talk X's and O's all we want to, but if they don't believe, and if we don't build that that person up, that kid up, they're not gonna do what we ask them to do, you know. And uh, it, it goes with, with grown men, too. If I don't believe in what you're saying, I ain't doing it, you know, plain and simple. Kind of like the governor going to the beach and not wearing a mask and taking selfies with people and then Tuesday telling everybody we need to wear a damn mask on Friday. Josh, he left it in the car. Yeah. Oh Jeez, my cut the guy break. Every other time it's around his neck, it's not even on his face. Yep. And, and if y'all believe this, I don't have any hair on my chest. Yeah, right. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I think I got like one little curly cue. Good day. Hey, uh, did you guys see that quote from Melvin Gordon? Said he's ready for a season with no fans because nobody ever went to Chargers games. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, hey, speaking hard truth right there, boys. Uh, who's hard. Melvin Gordon? Oh, oh, shut up, man. I, I don't have a clue who he is. He's one of the best running, back. running backs in the NFL. Uh, well, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. It's a great story, guys. Moving on. That's We're not going to talk about that me. crap. That's why you don't hear me talking much about baseball. I ain't got a clue. Well, yeah, you're kind of a loser. But Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, fried, so, no, what is it? Fried grilled shoot. Man, I can't even talk tonight. Whatever. Skip. Next. Hold on, hold on, let's go into this. You ate a fried grilled what? I want to hear it. Shrimp fried rice. Shrimp fried rice. That's what that's what I mean. Oh, <laughs> oh god. So uh, so let, let's talk let's talk about this for a minute, guys. This is something that um we've we've actually like I think we've texted back and forth about this. If we've talked in person, we've talked about it a little bit. Do you think that we're even closer to the tipping point for power five to break away from the FBS. Um, the big 10 come out and their commissioner said, Hey, if the kids aren't on campus, we're not playing. football." Do you think that pushes them even closer to some of these power five schools breaking off and forming their own thing? Well, isn't it interesting though? Because like in Virginia, um, I know June 1st, I think the NCAA, didn't they, they released June first as like voluntary work Monday stuff. So tech players are reporting June first, man. All over Twitter, these dudes are like amped up about getting back and working out as a group and all that kind of stuff. So I I just don't see it not happening. You wouldn't be calling these players in to be able to to start training. Like I said earlier in some of our episodes, June is the month, and they are letting it go June first. Uh, for them to start activities and whatnot. So I'm very optimistic about having some sort of football <clears throat> come fall. Yeah, they, they're, it's going to – that that was a power move. That um, When that got released out, 
Because you look at it, and I think Wes talked about it. You were talking they needed 60 days. I think you and George said something about that. They needed 60 days to get their guys ready for the season. Yep. yep. That was a power move by whoever made that decision as, okay, we'll bring the football guys. We'll open that back up for the fall sports, which means football. But open it back up. And that's all it was was power move because NCAA knows that they're on the verge of losing some powerhouse teams. So they had to make a power move there, and they had to give a little bit. That's all that was. Well, and now we've got, you know, Iowa State's athletic director. He come out and said, if we don't have college football in 2020, you're going to reach an ice age of college sports in America. Absolutely. We've talked about that. We've talked about the financial implications of not having football. In in our largest, um, as far as football popularity in Virginia, at least historically, has been Virginia Tech. We talked about that. They are the only sport that makes Virginia Tech any money. Basketball for men, men's basketball breaks even. Uh, The rest of their sports lose money. So if it does not happen to where Virginia Tech football can make some sort of money this year, the rest of those sports are going to go away. Um, You talked about App State, you know, cutting four men's sports and whatnot. Uh, There has, unless something's changed today, I have been uh, admittedly disconnected today from pretty much anything but work and then yard work. There's been no Power 5 school cut anything yet. It's like no no Power 5 school wants to be that school, but you know they're out. Yeah, know. so yeah, we've got, it's going to happen. So we've got the Southeastern and Big 12 conferences are the only two that I know of that voted to open their training facilities in early June for voluntary workouts. Anybody, have you heard of any other ones? Uh, I don't know. I mean, as far as, like I say on Twitter, the tech kids are coming back to campus. Uh, yeah, about it. I'll do, I, I think sorry, the I just, UT, I just UT is too. Yeah, I just googled. I see UT Pac-12 uh, joined them. Said the same thing, and I think they're all saying pretty much that five mid-July teams should be practicing, you know, all together. But they'll start voluntary workouts in in June, mid-June, something like yeah. that. Do you actually think they're going to be voluntary? I mean, you call yeah. them. Uh, but at that level, they're not voluntary. <laughs> Look, it's voluntary. It's voluntary if you want to suck, and it's mandatory if you want to play. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. You and want to spot, you better be here. Yeah, and they can't. They they can get around a lot of those rules. I mean, I think one of the things is it can't be countable athletic related activity. Well, they can still go to strength and condition and stuff. You know, they can still have player led workouts. Well, guess where they're getting the stuff from? The coaching staff. I mean, yep. let's get real. You can still go to the athletic trainer. There's all you can still have team meetings. Well, you can go to a team meeting, and they give you all this stuff to do. Well, then you just go out to the football field and do it without a coach. Yep. You know. I mean, yeah. you know they're watching from a window somewhere. You know. Oh, dude. They probably got cameras filming it just like they would anyways. I don't listen and all sorts of stuff, man. Come on. I mean, I don't live too far from the sports complex. We try to take the kids down there a couple days a week. There are teams down there, not organized, of course, but they're down there practicing. I've seen oh, these kids yeah. practicing football. I've seen practicing soccer. I've seen practicing all sorts of stuff out there. But, uh, well, hey, uh, I, I Googled uh, some, some info here. How much money do you think, um, and the number I found was for the Big Ten, how much money do you think the Big Ten earns in – just in TV revenue for football. It's over, it's over 100 million, isn't it? No, it, not, not the Big Ten. Okay. Big Ten is 54 million. Ooh, still a lot of money. 
Yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, they're they got two thirds of their revenue cut from men's basketball tournament stuff, so they've got to get this money. They're gonna play. They have to. Um, and I'm reading the quote right now. I'm not making this up. I'm reading it word for word. The NCAA is becoming less and less relevant, said one Power Five president who didn't want to be identified. I could see the Power Five conferences creating their own version of the NCAA. This is a Power Five president that didn't want to be named. Please I'm reading this it. from CBS Sports, and he's saying, hey, guess what, Emmert? You're not relevant anymore, man. You're not relevant. I mean, we've talked about the NCAA quite a bit, you know, this whole – Players can get, re, you know, make their own likeness, whatever, make money off of themselves. They're trying. I think they're just reaching for straws at this point to stay alive. Yeah, they're scrambling. They are scrambling. Yep. They see the writing on the wall, man. I mean, everyone is tired of it. I mean, you, you've got not just in football. Uh, it's also men's basketball. I mean, how much uh, controversy has there been, um, especially about the shoe deals and all this stuff? And then um, there's no UNC sanction, not sanction, paper classes, all that kind of stuff for decades, and nothing happens because the NCAA says we don't have academic authority, um, yada yada, to do all that. It's just ridiculous, man. Well, like they, it's, it's, they serve it's no not, purpose. It's not even at the Division One level is where it stops. And I mean, you know, I get to live in a house with, I get to hear frustration about it and when the ncaa steps in and says well you can't have this color jersey with this color number in this font and you can't have this font with this color jersey you can't the biggest selling point in recruiting let's be honest at like the d2 d3 level because you don't have the big time buildings you don't have the big time facilities one of the biggest selling things in Recruiting at a Division Two, Division Three level is apparel. You know, what are you Nike? Are you Adidas? Are you, you know, Under Armour? What are you? And and then how good does your stuff look? Because the kids get to keep that stuff. How good are you going to look when you're on the court? And then NCAA steps in and says you can't have this jersey color with this number, with the numbers outlined in this color or this font. You're you're <laughs> stepping you're stepping over boundaries and like that that's to me that is so tick for tack and so sorry just such a minute thing that ncaa needs to be checked like i i I appreciate the power five stepping up and checking the ncaa because that's gonna that's gonna you know riddle down to like the division two division three levels somebody's got to put these guys in check at some point it'd be it'd be nice it'd be nice but hey d2 fcs and D3 may be all we're left with in 2021, but time will tell. Hey, Justin, I want to talk NFL just a little bit. And I don't know if you saw a quote this week. And I'm going to – here we go. I'm going to leave some names out. So, Justin, tell me who said this. It was just one of those situations where there were a couple of guys targeted that had just been previously picked, and this guy was the next on the board. So we went with the best player at that time. Who said that, Justin? I actually missed this one, but it probably um, the coach to the Packers. That's the coach from the Packers, man. Do y'all buy that crap? I'm going to read it one more time in case you missed it. The Packers head coach 
And we all know uh, we, we've kind of ragged Justin a couple weeks on this Jordan Love situation. Love the Packers him. head coach this week literally just said it was just one of those situations where there were a couple of guys targeted that had just previously been picked, and Jordan was the next guy on the board. So we went with the best player at the time. I mean, it, I'm going to give, like, the whole dog looking sideways, like, uh, what, what, yeah. you know. That's a, far, that's a far cry from reports that he was gonna he was gonna fire anybody that wouldn't take him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean that was the initial report, right? That he was, you know, his second year head coach. He's like, this is my guy. In two years, he's taken over, and now he's backtracking. So what gives? Save a face for Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah, yep. all this. You think Aaron walked in, Justin, and said, hey, you need to back off. This is my team. <laughs> Probably. As long as he did it while he's doing the belt thing for State Farm. Yeah. Discount yeah. double check. <laughs> Discount double check, baby. If we're still doing this podcast in two years, I want Justin to say, Matt, you're right. After Green Bay wins the Super Bowl, with Jordan Love as their quarterback, <laughs> that's in all I want years. out of you, Justin. In two years, so we're gonna have to do this podcast at least a couple more years just to see if this exactly. if Matt not, we'll, If not, we'll have a reunion show. Right. <laughs> just for Justin we'll, to tell we'll me, we'll fire the right. podcast back up. <laughs> Hey, no, I did yeah. talk about the NFL, though. I mean, their contingency plan for all this COVID stuff is still the same. They said any week could be the starting week of football. Because they said they could push back the Super Bowl by weeks if they had to. So it, let's say we had to delay all the way to week five. Week five would then be now week one. And the first four weeks that we missed would get played after week 17. So any games that were missed, they would just roll on to the tail end of regular season. And then keep going yeah. as usual. The, the yeah, NFL is kind that. of the biggest winner right now. You know, oh, they're sure. they they're sitting in the driver's seat for capitalizing on this whole thing. But let's. Yeah. All right, I know we don't talk about NBA much, but the NBA said they're going to pick back up and do the playoffs. What the hell is what? that? They, Nobody done, cares. man. Nobody cares. They've played the finals already. Why are we going to do that? Hey, you say nobody cares. We're we're probably one of the few sports fans out there that aren't big on basketball. You know, I mean, uh, uh, basketball well, people are are kind of crazy. Well, I mean, they look, they look, big on uh, it, so we talk about it a lot. That's why I just I'm I have tried to watch NBA games. Like I I don't wrong. I used to love the NBA growing up. I know Wes did. Yes, sir. Like we watched the NBA growing up. It is not the same. Like it's no. not. It's and I hate to say that because you sound like an old person when you say it, but it's like baseball really hasn't really hasn't changed. Obviously, football's changed some with the rules and stuff, but it's still football. And then, you know, I don't watch the NFL a lot. I don't follow it, but the NBA is just not. I don't know. It's just, it's like watching basketball at the YMCA. Like, you want to no know why order, it changed? It's no organization to it. You want to know why it changed? Yeah. Why? Think about when you know people like. Kobe came into the league. What was the average age of the NBA player versus the average age of an NBA player now? It's got to no, be. That's true. That's true. Got to be seven years younger. 
Well, Kevin, Kevin, Gar- Kevin Garnett, Kobe. Now, I mean, don't be wrong. Like, if Kobe's on TV, if he was on TV, I would typically watch a little bit of it because, I mean, you're watching one of the greatest of all time. But it's just nothing appearing to it anymore. You you have you don't you you're missing one of the key things that made it fun. You're missing the enforcer talent. Yeah, oh, sorry. you're you're, yeah. you're you're missing the guy that's going to stand in the paint and, and challenge battle. anybody to yes. decide that wants to come anywhere close to the rim. The uh, only uh, people, uh, Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Yeah, the only yeah. people that even do that, even the even the we'll, we'll, we'll use air quotes on this. So, the so-called centers now. They don't even, you know, yes, they block shots and stuff on a regular basis like they used to. They still have the same numbers that they used to, but these guys are blocking shots because they're not, they're not standing there challenging the shot. They're just catching a guy from behind and blocking shots. I mean, yeah. it's, it's yeah, a completely yeah. different thing. There's no like, physicality I mean, to it at all. It's like watching that um, documentary. It was fun to watch the Bulls play the Knicks. Because you did not know if Dennis Rodman was going to put somebody 10 rows up in the bleachers yep. or Patrick Union, Ewan was going to swing on Scottie Pippen. Like, you just didn't know. <laughs> like, you, you knew that somebody was going to – there was going to be a bitch-clearing brawl. And that's what I hate about baseball. They're trying to get rid of that stuff. And don't get me wrong. I don't think guys should be brawling left and right. But at the same time, it's part of the game. It's just like NHL. It's part of the game. I like brawl. Well, and and I, I will tell you, Matt, you kind of you, you said something that kind of struck a little nerve with me a minute ago. With baseball, has not really changed, dude. Baseball in the last two years has has changed with analytics. I mean, it's going a direction of the long ball wins, and there's no baseball being played. It's I'm going to throw this ball as hard as I can. I may only throw one strike, and you're going to hit this ball as far as you can. And, I mean, we've got more home runs, doubles, triples than we've ever had, more walks than we've ever had. And it's it's turning into a different game. And, well, and, fewer, it, and fewer singles. Yeah. Well, but the organ, like what, I, what I'm talking about is like the game itself, it, it hasn't changed. Dynamic. And I'm not talking about like the home runs stuff. The, the rules besides the slide and stuff like that, all that has changed. But. Like the game itself, the purity of the game hasn't changed. Like it's still the, it's still nine innings. It's still all this. It's still got the, you still had to have the strategic type stuff. Now it is fading away. If they put the DH in the NL, it's definitely going to fade away. But it's with, with watching the NBA, it is rebound it, throw it to the wing guy, lob it up. It's not a setup. It's not like watching, and I, I know West hates UVA, and even Duke's the same way. It's not bring the ball to court, run a play, team type sport. Yeah. It's a give it to this guy, let him go, let LeBron go and dunk it as hard as he can, and then pat his chest and wave his arms in the air. Like yeah, it's, it's either it's either run and gun transition or isolation. Yeah, That's it's it. not it's not a it's not a team atmosphere like. It's not like it was. I mean, Michael Jordan's greatest of all time, but he wouldn't have been. He still would have been the greatest of all time. But those teams wouldn't have been as good without Steve Kerr, Kukoc, Pippen, Rodman, all these up, Luke Longley, whoever. You had those guys in. Like it was still a team. They still ran that triangle offense. Yep. And you know, it's, it's not like you, 
I mean, you need you need the Carl Malones of the world that can, you know, you can bring the ball. John Stockton can bring the ball down, pass the ball in into him, let him do his thing, post the guy up, take the defense down to the center, and then kick it back out if he needs to, or just posterize somebody. I mean, yeah. and he could, and he had the power and the ability to move people. These guys today, I don't think they even know how to post somebody up. All right, yeah. so let, let, let's let's see. I'm going to name as many centers as I can name from back when we were kids. So, Akeem Olajuwon, Dikembe Mutombo. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, you've already talked about Patrick Ewing. You've talked about, um, shoot. Luke Longley. Luke Longley was there. Uh, ben Cartwright. That's Anyone? another big guy. Shaq. Uh, Zoe. Yeah, Zoe. Oh, my goodness. Larry Johnson is a power forward. You didn't want to go in that guy's house, man. Larry Johnson, and y'all are going to think I'm crazy, was LeBron before LeBron. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying it right now. Larry Johnson. Kids don't even know who Larry Johnson is. Man, it was before his time. Well, I mean, you, you had some Detlef Shrimp, you know? Yeah. I mean, Every- even, even, your, even your, you know, your power forwards of the world, you know, they, they were, they were kind of the back end of that, back end of that, uh, that group and in the beginning of the group now, which, you know, Chris Weber, Tim Duncan, Sean Kemp, Sean all those Kemp. guys. Yeah. yeah. Man. I mean, I mean that, but each, each team had a guy. You know what I mean? Like each team had a guy. Yeah, and look at Rashid, Rashid Wallace, the Wallace guy. I mean, uh, holy ben cow. Wallace. Ben Wallace and Rashid Wallace of Detroit. You didn't want to deal with them two rascals. No, and and, it's, and that was late nineties, early two thousands. That's not even you know twenty, thirty years ago. Yeah, it's just changed so much, man. I mean, the power forward's not even there no more. Everybody, I mean, don't me wrong, he's no, great. It's a, but LeBron it's a six James, foot eight shooting guard. You lost LeBron. that after uh, Duncan. Duncan was the last last one to come through. Yeah, he was. And yep. then you know another great center, David Robinson from the Spurs. Yeah, yes, sir, the the Admiral. Admiral. Yeah, one of the greatest. Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are all Charles, power forwards, man. Charles Barkley, this this man was no bigger than a point guard down there on the block against some of these big dudes, just bullying them. I mean, yeah, sir. there is no way somebody his size nowadays would be able to get down in there and scrap with anybody. Well, wait a minute, wasn't wasn't Rodman a power forward? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he it, and, and he didn't care. Like he he didn't care if he scored. Like it, it, he didn't care. It was his, he, his job was rebound and defense. And well, if somebody I, drove in the lane, plant them. That was his job. I'll, I'm gonna wrap this conversation up with this. All NBA is is soccer on a basketball court, and there's a reason why soccer is growing in America, and it's because of pansies playing right. NBA basketball. And I'm gonna drop the on that. And we're done. This is episode nine. We've had a great time today. And we had uh, Memorial Day off. So you're missing an episode. If you're like, where were you guys at last week? Well, we were grilling and having some family time. We took the week off. But glad we're back. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter, Facebook, everywhere you get your podcast at. Give friends. us a like. Friends.com. Uh, 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 Meetyourfriends.com. Not on Tinder. Justin might be. Uh, find you a lady and hook them up with Justin. And with that, guys, we're five guys without a clue. Oh, Jesus. Justin's going to get all sorts of... <laughs>
Hey, if we'll get this podcast, now. don't get Justin's girlfriend. Hey, heck yeah. Yes, Justin, we've got to get you one. A crazy one. At least, yeah, like nuts. I'm going to find you one while I'm at work. <laughs> Ma'am, you're under arrest. I'm taking you to a house. <laughs> exactly. Going down Old Mill Road, not Old Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead and go down that road.